All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to an all new episode of Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. Uh, I'm very pleased today to be able to have um, a fellow content creator and a fellow immigrant, Johnny. Austrian Kiwi. Austrian Kiwi, servus. Man. <laughs> What's up? How did you, uh, when did you come up with the name for the channel? Was, so, it, was it pretty easy or? <clears throat> yeah, this is one of the, there's been like one or two moments in my life where names for things has just instantly came. And I was, I think I had made one video and I thought I got to change my channel name because it was the old channel name was different and it didn't fit. Mm-hmm. So I thought, what do I call myself? And I'm in Austria, so I'm kind of Austrian. Sure. And in New Zealand, people are called Kiwis. So I thought Austrian Kiwi, right? Like I mean, half, perfect. half. And it was perfect. I mean, for me, I think it's perfect. I it hope, is. I hope others like I it. I think it's a, very, it's a very catchy tag. Like when I, when I first came across your content... And I didn't know your name yet. We hadn't really communicated yet. And Austrian Kiwi stuck out in, in my head. Like a lot of people's content, like my own is just their name. So I wasn't, I couldn't remember everyone's name. Oh, Hannah or, or Liam, or I'm not sure. Oh, maybe that was like Larry, but like Austrian Kiwi is just like this tag. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That That's something I'm proud of. Yeah. Why do, uh, why did they call people from New Zealand Kiwis? So there's the bird, the kiwi bird, which is actually very interesting. It's a blind bird that can't fly, so it's very easy <laughs> it's to like kill. Me. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there's the fruit, kiwi fruit, and uh, and I don't know, but New Zealanders liked that. They used to uh, use that, and they call themselves Aust- they, uh, they call themselves kiwis. Is it like the mascot of the? Is it the mascot of the I country? I reckon. Yeah, I I would bet. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I would say so. Um, but you're doing content basically. I mean, we're, we're like, we talked about this a lot earlier today before we started rolling on this, but we kind of, it's, it's like we're sharing, like we do the same job kind of like in, in, in the same industry. Um, but just like slightly different flavors. Like we're both cooks in the gastronomy industry, but I focus in on tacos and you focus on cheeseburgers. Yeah. Sort of like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what was like, you know, when you started making content, or let's let's back up a bit. So, what were you doing before you started becoming, before you became Austrian Kiwi? Who were you? Who was Johnny? Where were you? What were you doing? Yeah, a quick overview of myself. I'm currently 25 years old. Um, I graduated university in New Zealand when I was 21 years old. After graduating, I worked for about four, four or five months in sort of like project management area. So then, yeah, I I did that and then I wanted to travel. Um, And so I got on a plane and I flew with my friend to Southeast Asia and we had one-way flights. We flew to Thailand. We traveled Thailand for one month and then um, my friend said, I'm going to go home because there's a girl back home that I miss. (laughs) So I went, uh, so he left me. Um, And just before he left me, I met a girl from Austria called Maria just just like on the on the town basically we were in a hostel called 88 backpackers um and there was a beer pong table sweet let's just go again sorry no problem at all and my friend and i were playing beer pong at this table and maria and her friend were eating dinner mm-hmm. and we liked them we thought they were pretty my friend kept saying to me oh go and ask these girls to join us if they want to play beer pong with us. Nice. Over time, I ended up asking her or them. We played a game together. We got to know each other. Long story short, I ended up traveling with Maria. Um, I missed, uh, loved, I guess I fell in love love with her. (laughs) She was that good at beer pong? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, she sucks at beer pong. So do I, though. (laughs) And <laughs> that's really sweet, man. I feel, I feel like these um, hostel meetups, like usually I'm guessing it's a lot of hookups. So it's really sweet to hear that, 
you know, kind of randomly two people from very opposite sides of the world meet in kind of another random part of the world, uh, just in the right place at the right time. And then you just, there's something sparks. Yeah. At, actually at the start, it was the opposite of spark though. Um, oh. <laughs> I, I claimed, so I said to her, like, I'm so sorry. Um, but I just don't want anything to do with you regarding relationships. This is strictly. Wait, how far into knowing her did you tell her that? <laughs> that was like that was like the first um, week, basically. You just said I don't want anything to do with you. No, it was more like I like my independence, and I don't really want to travel with you as a partner. Like this is nothing more than just we're just friends. Like, I'm passing through, honey. Yeah, kind of. And then she, <laughs> which turned me like, she was like, "Yeah, me too. I, I, I." just broke up with my ex-boyfriend and you were the, like, you're the last, but you know, I don't want a relationship. And because I said that, and she said that taboo, it created, yeah, the, the groundwork was so open so that I was just completely myself and she was completely herself because we'd already said, we don't want to have a relationship. I looked like Donald Trump with my hand. (laughs) Fantastic relationship. (laughs) Um, but I do the worst. I'm the only person who can't do a Trump impression. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Um, and then we ended up falling in love and I moved to Austria to visit her. So um, it was, it was like still on the trip. There's like this, this magic thing. Like you, you, you kind of push each other away, which made it so much more attractive. And then, yeah. And yeah. And then, okay. Vietnam, so, man. Vietnam got us. It was in Vietnam. In Vietnam. Yeah. So then you, you, you spark and then who, who has to leave first? Um, we both decided when we started traveling together that we would leave at the same day or two day, one day. She left a day later. Um, she was going to go back to a different place in Asia and I was going to go m- meet someone else. It's a, such a long story. It's a little bit complicated. It's what podcasts are for. I don't, do you want to hear it? If you're happy to tell it, I'd love okay. to it, I hope people listen. This is a, no, careful, man. It's, <laughs> you know, the people who are listening because they're big fans of your videos, they get to finally meet you a little Yeah, they're bit. not going to be a fan after they hear this, though. <laughs> right. No. So Now I'm very curious. No. No. no so um, I'd, <laughs> it's so bad. Before I, I went traveling with Maria, so my current girlfriend, I'd met this Australian girl in Cambodia as well. Dude, what? We, yeah, I, I know. It's a little bit confusing, but um, she was, uh, we we had a fun together, like just just like randomly on a night. Hey, what's up, Aussie? What's up, Kiwi? What's up, New Zealand? Yeah. And then um, I somehow got a Instagram and then I was just like, yeah, I'll come back and visit you. And then since I said that, like I stuck to my word, but I didn't tell Maria so oh. I didn't expect to fall in love with Maria. I ended up falling in love with Maria and then telling her, yeah, I'm going to go back to Cambodia, but not really telling her why, because all of this just happened so fast. Oh, wow. And then I went back to Cambodia to see this this girl and hang out with her friends or this hostel basically again. Um, and as soon as I got to Cambodia to see this Australian girl, I was like, nah. This I can't do this. I this is so wrong. I just cannot do this. And then I just yeah. told her I was like, oh, I'm leaving, and I let, left her um, after two days or something. And then she blocked me. And then yeah, and oh. then I <laughs> and then I ended up messaging Maria nonstop every day. And then yeah, so eventually, but Maria was quite upset that I didn't explain that I sure yeah you know? that's valid that's valid yeah but I mean in the you know like in those early stages of things in relationships there's so many mistakes that take place I mean you know even in my case it maybe was maybe it wasn't exactly that kind of level but there's so many things that trip up and get confused and there's, there's a lot of pressure like there's a lot of things you're trying to make happen so quickly and you're stumbling over yourself because like love or this rush of hormones and everything is so it's meant to trip you up yeah you're meant to make a lot of mistakes but if you get past that part then it's pretty yeah pretty cool yeah for sure and then so you know what's the next step so you guys leave together and you did you go you didn't go straight to austria did you did you go straight to austria um or you went home first for a while no i went straight to austria i just had a green backpack what did your okay wow this this story is crazy you want to hear this this? is crazy i do want to hear it so i was i must i think i was 21 years old and I just had this green backpack with all, I don't know, shorts, tall, like, you know, just basic stuff, right? Yeah. And then I was like, I messaged Maria. I was like, Maria, I'm going to come visit you. I'm going to come hang out. 
um, she's like, oh, I don't know, because my mum and dad and Opa and the, it's a farmhouse and it's not that nice and blah, blah, blah. That's all good. It's fine. I'll come. I'll come. I'm going to come. She's like, okay. She asks her mum, uh, mum, can this guy from New Zealand visit me? The mum's like, uh, how long? And then mum's, and then Maria's like, oh, maximum two weeks. Maximum two weeks. And then Maria's like, and then I come. And I, Maria didn't even meet me. She was working, right? So she couldn't I, come pick you up. No. So I got picked up by her friend. Oh, okay. I thought you going to say her mom. No, but it's, yeah, her friend, super lovely. Friend picks me up, takes me to the farmhouse. And then I'm like, you know, like knocks on the door. And then with my green backpack and I'm just like this. It's like you have this to meet. This doughy-eyed 21-year-old Johnny. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. is Marie around? And I didn't. Ex- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the guy she met. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so I, 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 the door opens and her mom's there and she's like, she's like, hey. And, um, and I'm like, hello. And then I just gave her a hug. And then... Um, Apparently, I learned. She shoved you into a into a mud pile. And yeah, she's off my head. She's like, "Who are you?" No, nah, then she she like was very surprised because they don't really hug in their family. And yeah, I hear that a lot. Yeah. Then she hugged me back. I came in. I ate some some steak and some noodles. Ooh, nice. But nobody spoke English, so the whole time I was trying to figure out like, what are they saying? And oh wow, I was just sitting in this kitchen. Nah, just. Me in this kitchen with like all of these Austrians and just like, what am I, like, what, like, what is happening? Dude, how could, um, how could Maria throw you into that? How could she throw you into that? Your first day? I was, I was happy. I don't, I was happy. Like I was so used to like seeing new things every day from traveling anywhere. Mm. So this was. You were game for it. Yeah. This was kind of normalish at that time. But thinking back, I'm like, how did you do that? Dude, it's unbelievable. It's like weird that you set like they and then her dad comes in, Maria's dad comes in and forgot that I was visiting, right? So Maria's dad's like, Yo, where is this? Who is this? And then they're like, Oh, this is the Johnny aus New Zealand. This is the this is Johnny from New Zealand. And um then he's like, Ah, so aber Deutsch Deutsch nicht, oder? Like Germany. <laughs> He, he doesn't know he doesn't know German, and then they were like, "Nah, nah, just English." And then he's like, oh, "So your boss, this must he must he must learn it. Like he's got to he's got to learn it, learn it." Then yeah. zero, like zero interest in speaking English with me. I get it. Like I just, it's fine. Like whatever. Mm-hmm. But completely opposite from my parents. I mean, obviously my parents don't speak German, but it's just like <laughs> it's just that's a weird thing to say the first yeah. time you meet very this different guy. mentality. Yeah. yeah. No, I completely understand that. I've, I've, I've found that to be so interesting too, the mentalities. I can only speak from my experiences in Germany, but like there's been so many occasions of meeting someone and you, you either get like one, you get one or one other side of the coin, which is like, you know, maybe their English isn't great. Maybe it is, uh, but they're willing to try and speak with you just to at least get things going, to have yeah. built something up, get you what you need, have, have a nice, to make a, make, make effort. Or you, you might just get com- that completely other side of the coin, which is like, yeah, er muss lernen. Yeah. He, you know, he, like, well, you yeah. pick it up, you know, get your, come well, on, let's go. Better start working. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's the other side, like, although fair, because you're in a foreign country and, you know, that's, that's their, that's their house, their rules. On the other side, it's like, yeah, it's not so welcoming. You know, it kind of, it's a little bit like, Ugh, but I, I don't know. It's, yeah. It's tough. It depends on the context. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. 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 And how long did you stay upon that first visit at this farmhouse? Six um, years. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think I stayed there for about four months, and the and whole they, time they never got the mom never got antsy with you. They never got tired. Like no, it was the opposite. So until this day, the first ever best friend I made in Austria was my girlfriend's mom. That's like, so sweet. She and I would. I'd wake up. I'd come in the kitchen. Hey, how's it going? She'd milk cows at six a.m. So they're farmers, right? Mm-hmm. So she'd milk cows and then she like said to me, I was just, no, I said to her, I think, do you want me to help you? So I went out with her. We bought oh, wow, some dude. boots. Um, the camera's off. I don't know if we should do this oh, again. Oh, it stopped. Helping her mom. Okay, starting now. 
Um, so I bought boots and this farmer attire, basically. Mm-hmm. And then every afternoon at 5 p.m., I'd go into the barn with them or the whatever. And I'd for an hour or so milk the cows with her mum. Have you ever done that kind of work before? Nah. She taught you how to do it? Yeah. How so is it? I was learning German, learning how to milk cows and bonding with her mum. Yeah. And, Dude, this and is so crazy. It was, it was like one of the best times of my life. I mean, who? that's such a weird situation to be in. Yeah. And it built, again, this foundation of trust with her mum and mm-hmm. taught me Austria and German and respect for they got they respected me a lot because mm-hmm. i wasn't just this dude coming here to sleep with their daughter or whatever i was here because i liked her and i wanted to stay and i wanted to show that and yeah and i loved austria and i was yeah just i i, I was very interested and eventually we moved out into an apartment and um and that's when i think the real work start that's when i got a job that's when I started working as a brand manager for a, um, yeah, marketing company. Were you doing that job in German? No, nah, in English, luckily. Okay, yeah, because that would be super tough. Yeah, yeah. Like when you were staying at this barn, were you taking German courses at a school or something? Or how how were you making money, or, or or did you still have savings? Yeah, I still had savings when I was, when I was in New Zealand. The whole time I was studying, I worked at McDonald's. Oh, nice! And then I worked in a cafe, so I was always earning money, and I saved. I think I must have saved like twenty twenty thousand dollars New Zealand dollars, which got me until wow. Yeah, it was pretty good for a student, I guess. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, obviously I had a student debt, but that was something that you can pay off later. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I was good for that time until I think I had five thousand left when I when I started working in Austria. Damn. So you're also really efficient with how you spent it. Yeah. Obviously Southeast Asia is cheap, but uh, um, yeah, that's fair. But yeah. where, where, how far were you from the nearest like town or, or cities? I mean, a barn, I mean, I guess it's a bit out, out in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's the town is called Strasbalchen. Uh, and I don't know the population. It's probably quite small, but that is a decent town. Like you've got um, a main street with a bank and a fire, fireware thing place and <laughs> a couple cafes and a couple restaurants. And it's like, it's not like out in the middle of nowhere, Okay, but okay. it's enough countryside to get people talking. Like people were, people knew there's this New Zealander living in our town now. Uh, so you were kind of the talk of the town for a bit there. I, I don't. I wouldn't say talk of the town, but New Zealander moving to Austria put some some ears in the you know lifted some ears up. It uh it does have this sort of like strain. It, it does make you kind of want to double check that you heard right. Like and like, uh, and this might sound not the way I mean it, but like if you think of hearing an American in some country. It kind of isn't as shocking, like, oh, I met this American guy in Japan, or I met this American guy in, um, I don't know, in Mexico or something. You kind of, that kind of feels like, yeah, there's like, yeah, there's that guy, he's living there now. I know an American guy who moved to Japan, but a New Zealander in Austria is so unique. Yeah. You know, it's like if you, uh, I think Tom Segura has a joke about someone um, being shocked that they saw uh, like a Chinese guy born and raised in Madrid. And like okay. the, the way they spoke Spanish, but the way they look just didn't. Yeah, click, I've seen that. I've seen you know? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that joke because that that feeling kind of reminds me of that when I think of you as a New Zealander in Austria. It's so unique, and you're the only person I know from New Zealand who lives in Austria. I mean, obviously, I don't know that many people living in Austria, but yeah. Uh, have you found like in my case when I moved to Munich, I was trying so hard to make a group of friends, and the first path that I took, which ended up being the least successful, actually was Googling all these expat groups and going to like English language theaters and open mics and stuff like that. Did you openly search for like native English speaking friend groups at first, or did you just dive balls into the German? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. And that's a lot. I think there's a lot to talk about there. I didn't, I don't think I was focused on Maria was the first priority. So it's like, Hey, I want to hang out with her. And then a lot of Austria, came with her so it's like mm-hmm. her family i never speak english to them it's just when when maria's family's around i'm in i'm in german mode like that's awesome f- full full speed um 
And then gradually, as I got this job, it was English speaking job. So then I started filtering through the English speaking friends. Um, yeah, the job. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah and I, I did find some English comedy nights uh, and stuff like that. But I was, I, I think, and this is something I'm happy about and something that I'd warn other expats, foreigners, is just make sure that you, you don't get in a, in, in your wolf pack, you know? So if you're from America, be careful to not find an American wolf pack in your, yeah, in a, I completely overseas. agree with that. Yeah. Or if you're from Turkey, I don't know, just be careful to, because at the end of the day, you're not only going to benefit from having Austrian culture and Austrian friends. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's the thing. You, 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 you're going to survive much nicer in your, in this country. This isn't Turkey. This isn't New Zealand or America. This yeah. is Austria. Yeah. You need a, you need a, um, understand that and you can't just run away from it and find a group of friends and then all complain about living there. You know what I mean? Yes. Which yeah. is a lot of, look, I've done that so much. I've complained so many times to Australians or, or mostly Australian gut people like, Oh, this, they do it wrong here. This is stupid. It's like, okay. Leave, leave. Is that a, if that's a problem, right. exactly. then leave, stop complaining. Why are you here then? You know? Exactly. So it, it's like, of course it's different from your country and find, of course, find a wolf pack, find your, your, your English speakers, but like, come on, you have to integrate. This is Austria. Yeah. Buy a lederhose, buy a, you know, <laughs> drink your beer. Like <laughs> see your philosophy is, is go like 100% in or, or don't, or don't stay. I think so. It's, it's done well for me. Um, yeah. I have tips for like my side for escaping. Like whenever, um, whenever we have a family event, it's, all German or all mm -hmm. Austrian German. Mm -hmm. And I can't handle it sometimes. So I need to go and do the dishes or something, or uh, mm -hmm. I'll go for a walk by myself outside. Listen like, to an English podcast. Or yeah, something. yeah, for sure. You do seem to have a much higher tolerance for being around or absorbed in the language than I do. There's, there's times, obviously, I mean, we joked about doing this podcast in German, but there's times where I'm put in a position where it's, it's what I have to do. And when I get past that mental block of, well, this is happening and this is what I have to do, then I, actually I get kind of comfortable because I start to realize people understand and respect the restrictions I have or like the limitations I have on those, on that language. And if I'm just trying, then 99% of the time they're really cool about it and they kind of look past grammatical errors and they, you know, most of the time, if you're really making an effort, it's, it's, it's acknowledged and people, people yeah. like that. It's like you were saying, like they, you're in someone else's world and you're trying to integrate and stuff. Um, but if I'm, but like given that I'm still moreover, more nervous to, to speak it unless I'm in a situation like at lunch today or something, being able to, to order a burger or whatever in German. But I, Sorry, I think that no, no. You, I think that you're great. Like you have very, very good pronunciation. I'm not German or Austrian, but I think so. And I feel like you can do a lot in German. I don't know. I feel like you're under or you're talking yourself down a bit. I mean, I've I might be, but I'm not consciously trying to do that. I'm not trying to like I'm not trying to trick people so that I can show up one day and be like this mega fluent guy. I really just have a lot of insecurity with it. And I there's times where yeah, there's times where confidence comes out of nowhere. Like maybe you, you're two beers in and you're at this dinner thing and yeah, someone speaks only German, but they're so nice. So you make an effort and then they're so engaged. And then you have this whole conversation or like with family and stuff, you, you make the, you make the effort. And, um, but I wanted to ask if you've officially like what level of German certification you've passed for mm. your visa or whatever. Yeah, I've you heard you're B1, right? I'm, in, I'm B1, but on, on paper, but I don't know if I've fallen down since then. <laughs> I, I I don't think I'm even B1. I feel like I... That I can't don't know, be like, true, man. Your conversation <laughs> in German is, is, I mean, it's basically fluent. Yeah. Man, I, I, I've always hated studying stuff and I've always learned by doing. And that's like the, I like, I went to two courses. I did A1 and A2, I think. Mm -hmm. So that's like the basic, basic stuff. Yeah. Starter um, kit. Yeah. But other than that, it's just go out on the street and speak to the people, you know? Um, I, w I don't know. I would I mean, hopefully like B B1 to B2, B something like that. I imagine you must be at least B2. My friend yeah. Ben, he's an English guy here and he, I think he's officially passed his C2 fluency German certification. Right. Like full on, never going to be lost again. 
completely up to date. I mean, I think he's he's human in the way that if he's not speaking a lot of German, maybe it dips down here and there. It's it's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a muscle. I've talked about this on, on on my podcast before, but like it's a muscle and you have to flex it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have yeah, to yeah. exercise it. Like, you, yeah. You're go ahead. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Your bit on um um when 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 someone asked you uh, like something about learning German and you're saying uh, you were saying learning German is a is a never ending struggle and mm-hmm. to be fluent you have to be a psychopath. You oh, said yeah. something like oh, that, that, right? Video. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so true. That's so true. Like. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Bro, if you're going to go and learn den, dir, den, sie, des, like all of this bleds and this yeah. da, das, des, yeah. die. All the like, prefixes and, and conjugation. Man. You yeah. have to be Patrick Bateman. You have to be willing to murder Jared Leto with yeah. an axe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Nothing normal about Thank that at you. all. That scene fits the dir, die, das scene. <laughs> that where, where he does like, he like... He polishes his axe and then slices. Yeah, he's you got know? the rain jacket on. Yeah. Hey, let's listen to you know Helga Schneider. Yeah. It's the funniest <laughs> <Yeah>. jazz combo. <laughs> so true. Yeah, it's, screw that. It's horrifying, man. Like it's so it's so difficult. And I, if someone like you is learning it, learning their own kind of fluency through conversation, that's one thing. It's like, hey, you're immersive. You're a go getter. You learn by doing. That's 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 one thing on its own. But then someone like. My friend Ben, for example, or, or many other people that I know who are like such bookworms and like can study and memorize and be able to like even improvise around those rules to make sure they get it all right. It's it's insane to me. I just don't have the yeah they lose brain no, for no, no. That. <laughs> no, no 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 I'm just kidding I'm just I kidding. just don't have the brain for it yeah um, but no okay so then you know you're you're you got this marketing job and where are you living at the time that you're doing this you're you're out of the barn and you're Working in, in marketing? Salzburg City, yeah. In Salzburg. Salzburg. Is that in, and how did you guys land there? Was that where Maria wanted to go? Or was she going to study there? Or Yeah, so so her parents lived just out of Salzburg, so it okay. made sense that we go into the city. Okay. okay. Um, oh, and that city's like the best. I don't know. If, any, if anyone's listening from Salzburg, I mean... Shout out Salzburg. Anyway, like, it's, <laughs> no, it's like, it's such a nice city. It's such what, a nice city. What do you city. love about it? And how would you compare it to Vienna? Um, Vienna's a city city. Salzburg's like a dwarf. It's a like, city city. <laughs> now, Vienna's got those buildings that are like high enough to be like, it's a city, right? Yeah. Like you can find 700 taco shops within like, I don't know how many, whatever. You know what I mean? Like there's so many uh, options and there's so mm-hmm. many like, yeah, hostels, clubs, bars, places, uh, the public transport, the U-Bahn, like the, you know, same with Munich probably. There's so many different whatever. Salzburg's mm-hmm. more of a town that's just a little bit bigger than a town. Mm-hmm. So it's got two Vietnamese shops. It's got, but it maintains like low traffic. You don't have much yeah. traffic jams. You can bike anywhere within like 15 minutes. Uh, there's a that's river flowing through the middle of it so you just have this right, beautiful yeah. river you can drink beers next to you can, like that's similar to munich there yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's got a river wave like munich, munich does so you can even oh, surf cool. there yeah and uh salzburg's just uh pretty wholesome i do do also say that the people make the place so i do and i do know like some very good people in, the, in salzburg um and therefore i do like it a bit more probably but do you ever find yourself in a position where you'd want to move or you think you're pretty happy there to stay? Yeah, I think the only reason to move would probably be to because of um, connections and business and stuff. But like, obviously, if I go to Vienna, I'm going to have so many more podcast guests or yeah, sure. so many more yeah video opportunities. Or do, do you get people reaching out to you from Germany to come and do you know, brand things or, or podcast interviews, like uh, your, your audience is, I'm guessing majority, uh, Austrian, but also connected to that is a lot of Germany. So do you, you know, I think you think you said a lot of your fans are also in Munich. Do you get, um, things that are requesting or asking you to cross that, cross the border much or, or not so much? Um, every now and then I don't think I've had anything. It's, no. it's all been in Austria. Yeah. But also that makes sense. You know, no one's yeah. in Austria is going to ask me, I think, <laughs> to come over there for something yeah. yet, you know, maybe after this interview with you. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the, the international, some are international brands like Samsung and, mm. um, and some agencies from Berlin, but they would have 
they would they would have targets to market us to Austria. I don't know. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. No, no one said, "Hey, come over to Munich and promote or Berlin this. or Berlin." <laughs> yeah, Berlin. Yeah. Um, when you were first when you were first learning the language, what was like? Um, what, what were a few roadblocks you came across? Like from for me, it sometimes is just like this joke we just made about Berlin, but like hearing hearing in German how the sentence is structured. Like, can you please to me the napkin pass? Like, you know. <laughs> what? Like, instead of, can, can you please pass me the napkin? It's like, can you please to me the napkin uh, pass? You know, like hearing the order in German sometimes trips me up because okay. I think, why would you ask it like that? Instead of just being in the moment, I overthink, why is the language structured this way at all? It seems so wrong. When you were learning German in your way, in your position, were there things that tripped you up like that trips me up, like yes. sounds or tones or like yesterday have I sushi as uh, eaten. Yeah, things like this. Guess like no, when you're I'll learning be... it, do you go like, wait, wait, wait? Why, why are we saying that? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's it's for sure. Daddy das. Like some, I've said that to to. I mean, this is everyone. That'll be the on my gravestone. Dare yeah. die das. Dare die das dead. Yes, because of daddy das. That's like the. Um, the holy grail of confusion because there's no mm-hmm. real reason. Um, why is the table like, like? Why is a table masculine? Why is this yeah. neutral? Why is a shelf female? Like you don't. Yeah, and that's, none of those are right. By the way, it's just like some things are. I don't. It's like I guess that's with Spanish a bit too. But at least with Spanish, the things match. Like el and la mm-hmm. are always going to be el and la for masculine, mm-hmm. feminine. Mm-hmm. But with German, why? Is a inanimate object masculine or female? Yeah. If every and why is a baby neutral? Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. das baby. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. Um. Um. There's a few. There's a few that I can think of. One is the is the Buchstaben. I made a video on this. Do you know what Buchstaben means? Uh, is the alphabet right? Yeah. Like read. Can you spell it out? Kannst du das bitte buchstabieren? I think. Pretty sure. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Makes sense. And then, and then it goes like, yeah, um, wie ist dein Name? And your, your name is Elijah. Do you know the name Elijah? Eli, Eli, Elijah. So then you spell it out, right? And you're like, E, E, L, E, E, na, E, E, na, E or E? Yeah. E. So it's like the I and e, the e, e, e is e. so annoying. Yeah. They're so close. They're so close that it's so frustrating. E und E mm-hmm. und E, E. Nah, so it's like, I can't do that. When I go, I just go J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N or John, J-O. It's like, bro, I'm not doing this today. Yeah. And, and yeah, totally. same with telephone numbers. Like they always say it so fast. It's like, six and folks, fünf und six. Like yeah, also so with fast. Austrian dialect, it's like, fünf und two, 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 two. And I'm like, when I, when I go in, I'm like, uh, zwei, drei, eins, sieben, acht. And mm-hmm. they're like, uh. Just do a kind or like right, yeah. right. Yeah. I, this this e e e e thing is really hitting home for me, and also trying to pronounce a word with any form of umlaut with the o. Oh, really? And yeah. The a like the a with the with the umlaut is like eh. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Eh. But it, and then some. One of my I had a German teacher uh, in, in my last semester in college before I moved. And they, they had some sort of tip that I forgot if it was for the, I think it was for the U, but it was like to make the sound E and then holding that sound, make your mouth very small, like E, 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 E. And I was like, wow, that, I think that like, I think that actually is that sound, yeah. but, but I never remember it in the moment. And then always getting the, I don't know, that stuff always trips me up. Anyway, yeah. so you're in marketing, you got the, you're getting the language down, you're happy in your relationship, things are moving along. Where does it come along for you? Um, like, you know, were you a funny guy, a creative person? Where, where does it come along where you start making videos and what were your first videos like? Um, I, I've always, I think I've always lacked confidence in my life a little bit. I've always Welcome thought, to my life. <laughs> That's very much me. <laughs> oh, really? Lacking confidence. Really? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I think it was it was really crazy. One at one point, I, this was after I'd go. I'll go back to it, but this was after I'd made a few videos and kind of had a bit of traction. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was at a lake camping, 
drinking with friends and one dude and we were having a circle where we go around we say an honest thing about each other oh wow and this dude said to me he's like johnny you don't believe in yourself like you should like do you not you should believe in yourself more and that stuck with me till the day i die probably because oh wow he said like just look at look at the things you're doing like believe in yourself you can do this like this is great and i sat there and i was like you know what? I should stop talking down on myself and mm-hmm. I should do more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I, it, yeah, so now today I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always try to be s- s- very um, like Bordenstandly, like very grounded. <laughs> yeah. Um, because like, like an authentic and real and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. But the first video I ever um, did was about the bike lane. Because I thought the bike lanes were hilarious. How you can just walk in a bike lane, and people Austrians will go crazy at you. Yeah, like, yeah. Nah, be step, but give die was in the in the bike lane, and then you're just like standing there as a tourist. You're like, what? Like, what did I do? Because <laughs> in New Zealand, it's not really a thing. No, so, I mean, I didn't notice it before I came here. Yeah, I didn't realize it was like that. No, but yeah. I mean, also most of America didn't even have bike lanes till like 2015 or something. Really? <laughs> I mean, New Orleans didn't have one till till I moved to oh. like 2016, 2015. Classic. Yeah. That's really crazy. I mean, it's it's a whole it's a car city. It's a car it's a car right. country. You know, right? Because I mean, Portland or you know Austin or New York, there's bike more bike stuff, but general other cities don't. Yeah. Don't have it. And here, yeah, it's just I had the same experience. Like standing on a sidewalk, you don't really realize that it changes texture from like panels to to pure pavement. And you're just walking on it, and then you hear these like cling, 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 yeah, yeah, army, you know, whatever. Really, yeah. There we go. That's what we like to hear. Yeah, honestly, this I heard a story yesterday. Two no, two days ago, my friend runs bike tours, right? On a bike tour, lady falls off her falls off her bike, smacks her head on the concrete, blood's dripping everywhere. But of course, she's in the bike lane, right? Oh my god! And then, bro, she's in, she's bleeding. Her head is bleeding in the bike lane. She's like, they're calling the ambulance. The ambulance is coming, and then these Austrians come past, like, oh and my then, god! And then, luckily, there was an Austrian guy there who was just like, and then there's this whole chaos because she's bleeding. No one's giving, like, no one cares. And and like she's just in the fucking way. Yeah, yeah, she's in the bike lane. Oh my god, dude. get out of the bike lane! I didn't realize that was so like unequivocally Austrian. I mean, it's probably most in Amsterdam. Right? In Amsterdam, I heard. I heard. Obviously, I was just about to say like, well, what do you know? Germans and Austrians have more in common than they'd like to admit. Yeah, because I'm sure I could see that happening in Munich or maybe some small town in Bavaria somewhere. They like, do. Yeah. Man, but, that's so cold. <laughs> yeah. It's so cold. Yeah. Bro, that's a yeah, that's that's a clip for social media if you can get that's I reckon that's because that's so so funny how someone's going to hospital. Yeah. But get out of yeah. Anyway. Um, um no, but I was gonna ask, so yeah, that was your first uh, the first video you ever made was the one about the bike lane. Exactly, yeah. And that and that got I think fifty K overnight or two. Was this like hours. a would you did you start on TikTok or did you make TikTok, it? yeah. Both 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 Instagram, but Instagram. You started at the same time with both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it took me, I think it took me a while before I posted to both. Mm. I was, I started with TikTok with doing like these different videos and then it wasn't much longer, but I waited before I like bled it over into the Instagram, which it became only that. Like if you go back two or three years on my Instagram, it's only the music stuff before that. Like there was no yeah, 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 leading yeah. into this. It just changed. Yeah, yeah. Um, But you know, were you like, what year was this? What, what time were you making this first video? This was in, um, t- 2019. Um, okay. I'm pretty sure. Oh, July or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel and like- did you like when you made that and you saw that kind of response, was that what encouraged you to try and maybe, were you thinking at all about making that into a career or for you, was it still like a fun hobby and you thought that's cool. Like that's something that's kind of cool. Or did you see it as something bigger like it is now? Um, I think in deep down inside of me, my dream as many people have the same dream was always to be self sustaining, self employed, you know, to be able to choose what you do when you wake up in the morning instead of working nine to five and 
someone telling you what to do. Yeah. Um, and so that led me to, the, that gave me the drive to just try stuff. And this was just something I tried and that worked. And I thought, okay, well, that worked. What about Ledo's? There's some funny things about that, right? Like it takes ages to put on and off. Let's try that video. Let's yeah. try Let's try and make a video about my first day in Austria, my second day in Austria, my first month in Austria. And then all of these videos and I started to gather information of what worked. Some mm-hmm. some went great, some sucked. Yeah. And yeah, sure. I learned quite quickly what the trends were and I but I never thought that would really make money, right? Like well No, I mean I, I wouldn't have thought that, you know, at the time when yeah. I started it. Never never what it is today. I also wouldn't have thought that like the money would come from um like doing a video for a company. I think yeah. I think when I started doing it, if the way I imagined like views or attention to be like now, I think I would have thought that all the money would come from from the view count. Yeah, yeah. I think I wouldn't have even fantasized like, well, obviously there's not going to be some sort of brand partnership until I'm over a million or something. Why would they? But that actually was funny how early that started. Yeah, you know how how fast that became like the the money thing as opposed to like because actually views aren't making much money at all. You know, it's it, like a weird flip side to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, and um, and I wish it was the clicks or the views, but it's not. It's when uh, I was trying to remember when Instagram decided to stop paying for did views. they used to pay? This is what I hear, uh, but I guess I haven't Googled enough to know for sure. We need but, Jamie, but I heard we need ja- Jamie. Pull that up. <laughs> That's such a cringe <laughs> joke. That's such a fanboy. Pull it up, Jamie. Joke. <laughs> but we uh, so cringe. I, I I really wish that I, I knew for sure that, but like if they if they did, I would love to know why they stopped. I guess because maybe there's so many new creators during the pandemic, perhaps, um, but not enough for them to really lose money. Mm. But um, when you started doing it, did you find are there other creators based on based on Austrian uh, based in Austrian humor that you were kind of getting inspiration from, or did you find yourself kind of alone? Um, no, I was alone. I think the first time I started playing the Austrians was a very big risk for me because I always thought I couldn't do it. And then I started doing it and it worked. Yeah. But my biggest inspiration was the Inspired Unemployed. Do you know these guys? Inspired Unemployed? Yeah. No. They're Australian guys. Australian. And Maybe I've seen their faces. There are so many Australian guys that I follow. You've surely seen a couple of their videos. But their um, authenticity and their editing and the relatability of their videos was so um inspirational for me that australian that, unemployed oh no inspired unemployed oh <laughs> and that's that's what kicked off this whole thing oh, sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you you can play it on the uh, if you want to i feel like this one guy i must have i'm really grateful you guys have taken the time of your day to be here there is an immense amount of trust in this room. There's an immense nah, this is this. Don't don't play this one. They they, they just did a TV show. That's from the, the oh, that's TV from the show. show. But uh, oh, here we go. Uh, Nine a.m. Saturday morning. Just going to mow the lawns, love. Beauty. Mom and dad every morning. Okay, yeah. So it's it's good like sketches and there's this one guy whose face seems very familiar. This guy with the eyeliner on the right. I feel like I've seen his face before on the green shirt eyeliner. I feel like I know his face, but um, I can't say that I really know their stuff. But 1.7 million followers is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And they've they've really, you know, whatever they do, they win at, it seems. It's really interesting. And, and um, yeah, so they were always a big inspiration for me. And... Um, I try and take their content style and put it into Austria. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think if I, I guess around the time that I started doing mine, the only people that I really saw continuously doing the stuff that I thought was like worth taking note of, I think was Uyen. I mean, I came across yours too, but it was for this Austrian. So for me, it wasn't in my, I mean, it was, it's good to learn um, because your content's good, but like I was looking for the German specific stuff and Uyen was on the list, and Liam, of yeah. course. But I think, yeah, but, the, uh, but I think our styles are very different. I think, like the, between the three oh, of us. Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's funny, like, 
And and I I love I love both like everyone so much. Like I I watch like it's so weird. Like I, it's crazy. I feel like I know everyone like yeah. their friends. It feels like but, a bit right. Because and then also you add the fact that you kind of do the same job a little bit. Like I think obviously, but smaller scale than those. Uh, than of course, who, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, they're the who, they're the Godfathers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like they're, I guess what's her name? Uyen. 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 Her authenticity um, is really, really, really amazing like yeah. come on she's a she's just gonna win and then liam like come on he does he does the he, like he is the definition of simplifying the most relatable aspects of living yeah. germany yeah definitely um, definitely it's just gonna be interesting what the next 20 years look like i guess i'm very right. curious about that too i mean meeting all these different creators like we you know like we had calvin and hobbs on the show and, and liam and them and and us and i wonder how what we do will morph into different things. And I feel like I have, it's in the same way that I had no idea I was going to get into this. I have no idea what it might change into. Mm. And maybe the only thing I can do is just be open to it. You know, mm. like thinking we talked earlier about maybe turning in, in into these live performances or something. And maybe, yeah. that, maybe that's what the next step is, is like live shows. Like people do live podcasts. Maybe it could be something like a live variety show thing that I can, you know, build a merch thing around and call the tour a name and, yeah, you know, maybe yeah. that's what it branches into. I don't know. Do you know how, like, like you said earlier, like Theo Vaughn, um, Tom Segura, um, what's the name? The Machine. Bert's, oh, Bert uh, Kreischer. Bert Kreischer. <laughs> for, for American examples, I'm not sure if people listening know these people, but the point that I'm making is, they seem like a community, right? Like they, yeah, they do are. each other's podcasts. They help each other out. Yeah. They may go on tour together or they may do comedy sets together, yeah. but it's more like a community. And I, th I think we miss that a little bit. I mean, if it's very yeah. new, I think all of us started three, four years ago, maybe. Yeah. But like, I think that's the next, one of the next steps. I, I hope so. I mean, of course I don't like, if someone doesn't want to work with me, then I totally respect it, but I want to build, like a, a, a community and grow together. You know what I mean? Yes, definitely. And that's yeah. not only good for, for us and for each other, but for the people watching and stuff, I guess everyone knows, like the amount of times you've been probably tagged on other people's contents. Oh yeah. Saying, oh, you should do a video with this guy or something. Yeah, and definitely. It's, and it's definitely. like, well, people want to see it and yeah, I don't know. So that's my goal. I mean, that's kind of what I'm trying to do by by getting all the creators that I like on the podcast, because it leads us to start with something. Yeah. You know, who knows if maybe down the line, like my friend Hannah, who's a, a content creator who runs this organization, Business Babes Abroad. Okay. Um, she's talked about maybe setting up some sort of, you know, international creators event somehow, somewhere. And then maybe we can invite like you, maybe Uyan and Liam, who knows, but you know, like the ones that we know or would, would be able to try and make it or something. And then like, yeah, you know, maybe try and build this community and talk about budgets and talk about creative ideas and share notes on things we've learned because it's the only way I think we can better ourselves is to be open to that. Yeah. And, and that, and Mr. Beast is like his testimony is that if you're a content creator, you should help each other. That's like the, the if you're not doing it stupid, he says, because if you can tell someone like, that mistake that you learned six months ago and then they don't have to make the mistake. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mr. Beast is obviously like, it's a good morality club obsessed, to live yeah. by, you know? And I, Cause I, I think it's sometimes in this business and in a lot of similar businesses, it can tend to go in the direction of if, you, if, so, if you help someone else be successful, it takes yours away. Yeah, and I, I've been guilty of that. Me too. I Everybody still am has a little been. bit. Sure, sure. It's it's like the curse of that kind of job, and also comes with it, you know, jealousy and competition and stuff like that. And maybe in some little facets, it can be healthy to have that because it's a driving force sometimes. But I, but in the end, it's it's like you were saying earlier. I think it's healthier and probably even better and more productive to like you said, to help someone maybe not make the same mistake you made and to help 
encourage each other and to eliminate the unhealthy relationships that we have because yeah. we're really like whatever if I get a hundred thousand more followers, I'm not taking them from you or from Liam or from Hannah or whatever. They probably follow all of us equally in a sense or like will eventually. You know, it's like I don't think I'm taking I don't think any of us is taking anyone away because like even like you were saying, people are sending us each other's videos all the time. I get your videos all the time. I get people sending me, um, yeah, like Liam and Uyens, but also- I always get your videos. Dude. I always get everyone's videos. I get all so many videos from everyone else. It's all so the like, time. And then I obviously like, it's like inspiration as well. Cause you want to make con, you want, like, oh, you see it and you're like, oh man, that's a good idea. How do they, they're, they're smart. How can I, how can I do this? Right, right. Yeah. Or like, oh, I had an idea that was similar to that. I like how they did it. Maybe I can take my first idea and like a part of theirs and make it a fresh idea yeah. and do it my way through my voice. I got a question. What's your thoughts on copying? Copying Because I've been copied um, once. I'd say, I, I want to say once very badly. Like it really hurt me. A creator like straight up stole exactly what exactly. you did? Exactly, yeah. And I, and I only had like 20,000 TikTok followers. Only like, that was, there was nothing. But the yeah, video went, I don't know, it got like 100,000 views. So a few. And um, it was this, another like Austrian creator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy, man, he took the exact seat I was sitting at on the table. And the roles were played exactly with his girlfriend, like I played with my girlfriend. And the exact words were said for the exact thing, for the exact blah, blah, blah. And I was annoyed because I was like, you can do it. Do my idea. Just don't. No, I don't think do that's cool exactly. at all. I think if he's going to do it exactly, he should use your sound and keep, and, you know, uh, like yeah, do, yeah, the, yeah. do the sound. And so you still get the, you still get the credit and your sound and your voice is used, but it's just him like, because that's also starting like a trend sound. You yes. know, that's him still giving you that credit. It's still your original yeah. sound is your video but maybe him doing the voices on top. Yeah. That would be the only case where I'd say it's okay. But you see that stuff all the time that people like, I mean, did you see the whole, um, I don't know if H3 did a video about it, but where someone was like stealing exactly the same YouTube video and even recreating the same thumbnail. <laughs> it was like a guy in like a bright shirt with this crazy blue background. And it was like, stayed in this $20,000 hostel so-and-so. And it was like the same picture, title, uh, like what? video. It was some YouTuber who... Copied who? Um, some some nobody who was building an audience copied like two, like print and paste copied everything of a, of a big travel YouTuber yeah. and got like 10 million views for their video, copying it exactly. And I, I see that all the time. And, and also with TikTok, like you, you, you'll see these confessional TikToks of like, I hate to do this. I hate to be that guy. Normally I don't do content like this, but this person stole my video, stole my idea, stole my content. And yeah. like, I know it's a lot of gray area because there's this whole thing about, you know, good artists borrow, great artists steal. Um, inspiration comes from so many different places. When you're mocking a culture, there's only so many new, really perspectives you can take unless you try and 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 dig a little deeper, or get more niche. But I mean, to literally like copy and paste your script, yeah, I think that's not cool. Yeah, I wish I saved it so I can show you, but I just blocked the guy and I was like, okay, you're not seeing any more of my stuff. From totally, man. I mean, these guys are scabs. It's it's really that's I think that's very frustrating. Yeah, but at the time he had like. Oh, 150,000 followers and way more than me. So of course, when he remade it, he got like 10 times more, more views than me. Not yeah. 10 times, like three times. But that annoyed me because it's my creativity being yeah. monetized for his, like, yeah, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a major food chain stealing the recipe for a ice cream sundae from a small mom and pop shop. Yeah, but they might- like, Oh, welcome to the new McDonald's sundae flavor. You're like, but that was my recipe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Something that I like my friends for though as well is that they said to me like, oh dude, just chill out. Like doesn't matter. Who cares? Doesn't matter. And well, I, I mean, to it to an extent, I think. I don't know. I, I like like that basically their intention was don't get too stressed, just keep doing what you're doing. At at the end of the day, I guess if he copied you, then you already There's some quality there. Yeah, you've proven that something yeah yeah i mean it, it, for sure to an extent like don't obsess and lose sleep and like ruin your life over it but good to take note block him and keep an eye out for that stuff in the future yeah yeah 
it's all it's all like lesson like learning lessons. Um, so you, you've grown such a huge uh, audience in the last couple of years doing your videos and you know your your growth on Instagram and TikTok and stuff has grown. What would be like a five year goal? You know, we're talking about things that we see things changing. If 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 your career stayed the same as it is now, would you have like you know a new follower goal or like uh, an achievement for how much kind of overall income you'd like to be making in five years or places you'd like to get to professionally? Do you do you have an idea of what you'd like to see? Um, the like the the thing for me. My goal, I guess, is very, very simple. Is the important, the most important thing is that I'm happy, that my mental health is good, um, and that the people I care about are happy and good. Um, so, Maria, my girlfriend, myself, that we are happy and that life's good. And then this, the second priority is that I just want to make people laugh like just try mm. to bring joy to people's lives and then from that if i can live from that that's the dream like yeah. that is the dream i don't need to be a trillionaire i don't need a yacht i don't need three houses mm. i just want to be happy mm. do what i do make people happy make people smile make people's day and and do that forever if i can that's kind of the dream, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like so. It's it's so much more meaning for my life than I don't know selling a Doritos bag or whatever. Yeah, like, don't point out my Doritos bag. He didn't do anything to you. <laughs> Screw your Doritos. <laughs> Leave bag. my Doritos bag alone. Yeah. <laughs> Doritos, if you're looking to sponsor, uh, I'm a pretty big fan. Yeah, <laughs> Doritos are hot and spicy Pringles, <laughs> pizza flavored Pringles. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, outside of content creation, like, would you, is there something you'd like to see yourself trying new, like maybe being, um, yeah, yeah. An so actor then, or something or trying a different, um, so put all of that aside. Like I just, I want a billion dollars like that. No, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, um, sorry. You, were you finished or? Yeah. Just, yeah. Well, what, anything you'd like to try new that you haven't tried or yeah, um, push yourself in a certain direction. Yeah, I'd I'd love to do live shows like you said earlier. Yeah. I'd like I'd like to try and do live shows. Maybe in five years. Right now, I'm I'm happy, um, and there's a lot to do. And I would love to hire someone. Yes, um, God, yeah, yeah. I'd love to start a social media marketing agency. Um, oh wow! Yeah, that would be a big dream where I can sort of like do what I do now, and teach others to do what I do now. I mean, not that I'm an expert, but. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to, to, to open that and to work with companies and to create, yeah, content and yeah and make people laugh, yeah, through an agency. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I, there's a few other things, but I don't know. Yeah, I haven't really defined them yet. I mean, yeah. What is going on upstairs here? Some kids are playing or something. Eh? No one's supposed to be here right now. Oh. But it sounds so loud, right? Do you want to go have a look? How much time have we have we done so far? Uh, an hour. Oh, we already did an hour. Then we can just wrap it up. Um, well, let me think here how we want to say things here at the end. Um... Yeah. I mean, so I would say, um, this is, I mean, I'm, I'm very thankful. Like you, you, you came here from, from Austria today to come to my little cozy, little dark man cave room. And, yeah. um, it's been really like such a pleasure to get to know you. It's, it's again, like part of what we said earlier, building this community and, um, you know, if there's anything I can ever do to contribute to helping you in some way, I'm an, I'll always answer the phone. I think you're a super nice guy, super genuine. I love your content. I think you're doing a great job. And I think you're making a lot of people very happy and you should keep doing it. Um, and thanks for coming here, man. And I hope we can do more of these and maybe we can make more videos together. And hopefully this is just the beginning of a, of a nice long friendship. Yeah, likewise. If you're listening and you're a foreigner and you're learning German and stuff, then you're the best. I like you. Keep doing, keep working hard. Absolutely, dude. You're the, keep going. And um, keep, yeah, yeah, cheers. 
so yeah, thank you, John. It's Austrian. I'll, I'll put all his links in the show notes. Austrian Kiwi on Instagram, TikTok. We're building up everything. Um, thanks again, man. Yeah, easy. See you next time. Yeah, next time. Easy. Look out, baby. The saints are coming through. And it's all over now, baby blue. Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. Ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Batscheider. Produziert für M94.5.